0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. We are so glad you're with us. We're going to be looking at the famous Ras Shamra find and the Ras Shamra tablet, Ugarit or Ugaritic. You may have heard of that. Then a couple episodes on it in times past. But let's dive in. We're on page 1784 of the Archaeological Supplement done by Frederick C. Owen in the Thompson Chain Reference Bible. The ancient city of Garrett, now known as Rashamra, was a greater commercial and religious center, which lay on the coast 40 miles southwest of Antioch, opposite the island of Cyprus. And it tells us so much about uh, Canaanite worship and all this a chance discovery made by a Syrian while plowing in his field attracted attention to the large mound, and excavations were begun by Claude F. A. Schaefer in 1929 and continued until 1939, and then resumed in later years. There were five major occupational levels. They always built, it seems, of, you know, whether it was irrigation, arable soil. Um, defensibility, water sources, or some combination of that. And so they would build on levels. One would get destroyed, earthquake, uh, whatever the case was, fire, invasion. And then they'd just build right on top of it, like Osmanius there in the sands. So but the one dating of the occupational levels from the fifteenth and early fourteenth century BC yielded the more important finds, and this is right around the time of the Exodus. And so you remember God said I'm not going to judge the Canaanites for you know the their iniquities not yet come at the time it, it had built up hadn't built up yet. So you had about four hundred years there. In a cemetery were found magnificent vases, similar to those found in Cretan palaces, large storage jars like those found in Christ's time, a complete table service, 3,400 years old, a whole set of weights ranging from an Egyptian mina, 437 grams, down to small fractions of it, a well-preserved bronze figure of the Egyptian god Horus, a bronze figure of a seated god, a splendidly preserved figure of the Phoenician war and weather god reshif and a gold statue of the Phoenician goddess Astarte, and a steel of Baal, one of the few known representations of this local god. At the foot of a cellar stairway, a pile of 74 well-preserved weapons and tools were found. These included four large bronze swords, nearly three feet long. That is incredible. Eleven lances of various shapes, 27 flat axes, 14 large hoes, two pretty daggers with inlaid handles, four sickles, nine chisels and drills, and a graceful tripod with little bells shaped like pomegranates, kind of like the high priest garment, suspended from it. Had these pieces not been coated with patina, a fine green rust that gathers on ancient copper when exposed to earth or air, still does, they could easily have been mistaken for tools only recently come from the forger. The most important find, however, was the Temple Library. Now, I love, you know, Owen just does such an amazing job here. Located in a building between the Temple of Baal and of Dagon. Here were hundreds of tablets which revealed the culture not only of the Phoenicians but of uh, or Phoenicia but of various surrounding countries. Many of the tablets were written in ordinary cuneiform script, but more than six hundred tablets were in a script which appeared to be in cuneiform. It could not be read by the experts. These in time proved to be alphabetical writing composed of thirty. Cuneiform signs, a new Semitic language closely related to Hebrew and other Semitic dialects spoken in Canaan. That's fascinating. In content, the majority of these tablets were found to be a series of religious texts in poetic form, embodying extensive materials which described in considerable detail the nature of the Canaanite religious beliefs and practices. Therefore, it enables students of the Bible to obtain a fairly complete idea of the religious uh, of Canaan was like in the time the Hebrews entered Canaan, or uh what is that? A bit later. Sorry, I couldn't read it. And of the religious influences to which the Hebrews were exposed soon after they settled in the country. Remember, he said, Don't don't go with that religion. You stay with the religion of Jehovah. Certain of their ceremonial rituals, such as the trespass offering, the peace offering, the wave offering, burn offering, and offering of first fruits, were so similar to those of the Hebrews that some were led to wonder if certain Midianite immigrants may not have brought them to Ugarit, Roshamra, during the years the Hebrews were wandering in the desert wilderness. In beliefs and practices, however, there was immeasurable differences, and that's true. At the head of the Canaanite pantheon was El, who was the creator and father of all. Yet in their scheme of things, he had a consort who was Asherah or Ashtorel. Some would say those are two different deities. A fertility goddess whom Israel constantly denounced in proportion to their loyalty to God and moral righteousness, such as Easter. We get that from Ishtar or Astarte. Their other gods were Baal, Dagon of Samson fame and uh, Ark of the Covenant. Fame, Resheph and Hadad, such as Ben-Hadad, the king in Syria, all of whom were not only represented being immoral themselves, but unmentionable licentious practices were commingled with the worship of these gods, just as the Bible infers. So the wickedness of the Canaanites is seen in the Roshamra tablets, but so much more, discovered at Roshamra or Ugarit. So God bless you. We just want to say thank you so much for listening. Join us again tomorrow. We're going to be looking at Rome. Maybe you have to do a couple of sessions on the city of Rome. And I want you to keep studying, praying. Please subscribe and share. And again, join with us tomorrow. And join us over at Facebook and YouTube under New Life of Albany, Georgia, or newlifeofalbany.com. God bless. You may feel led to give. That's where you'd give or either at Tithe LY. So we will talk with you later. Again, share with your friends and family. God bless.